nurses? Are there people shooting all over you in terms of your nursing career? Well, here on episode 97 of the Nurse Keith Show, we're going to be talking about how those shoulds don't matter at all. What matters is what you want and what you think, not what anyone else says. So welcome to episode 97 of the Nurse Keith Show. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Nurse Keith Show. If you're a new listener, welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being part of The Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that are going to get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of Nurse Podcasters, along with RNFM Radio, The Innovative Nurse Show, Elizabeth Scala's Your Next Shift podcast, and The Gluten-Free RN. There's a couple new shows launching in March, so stay tuned and head over to PulseMediaNetwork.com for more information. You can find me on iTunes and Facebook and Twitter. Twitter and Instagram. And you know what? Could you throw me some love and head over to iTunes and write a rating and a review for the Nurse Keith show? It helps a lot of other people find the show and it increases my ratings on the iTunes network. Can you do that for me? I would really appreciate it. Anyway, if you want to see the show notes for this episode, they are at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 97. That's nursekeith.com forward slash episode 97. I'm thrilled you're here and we're going to dig into today's topic forthwith. On February 27th of 2017, I published a blog post over on Digital Doorway entitled The Shoulds and Coulds of Your Nursing Career. And I was writing about this because I hear from so many nurses who feel like they're confused because so many people are telling them what they should do. There are messages out there like, you should, you have to get two years of med surge experience or your career is going to be dead in the water. You should become a nurse practitioner. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. And basically, I just want to say that if people are shooting all over you, you don't need to take it anymore. Put your umbrella up. Don't let them do it. And move forward in your career the way you want to. When you give in to the shoulds, when you give in to what people are telling you they think you need, you may end up making choices that aren't really close to your heart. They're not what you really want. You end up doing things because other people have told you you should, and you've allowed them to convince you. And I've seen some nurses and other professionals end up being pretty unhappy because they made choices that went against what they were thinking, what they were feeling. Now, I've told this story before, but when I graduated from nursing school in May of 1996, I didn't want to apply for hospital jobs and I decided not to do it. Everyone told me it was professional suicide, and I heard a lot of shoulds at that time from my clinical instructors, my professors, 
my friends, and also my fellow nursing students who kept saying that I wasn't going to be able to find a job without med surge experience and that my career would be hobbled by that lack of skill that I wouldn't accumulate in med surge. I knew what I was doing. I knew there was a calculated risk involved and it worked for me. I followed my gut. I followed my heart and my intuition and my mind. And it worked out real well. It's been 21 years. Things have been just ducky for me. But, you know, you have to make your own choices. And sometimes we hear things from other people that actually make sense. Yes, I'm not saying you shouldn't take the advice of others. Sometimes someone will tell you something and the light bulb goes off and you know that they're totally right. You know that they are spot on. And this usually, not always, but usually comes from someone who knows you well, who has your best interests in mind, who doesn't judge you for the ideas you have or the things you're talking about doing. And they try to set you straight or turn you towards a particular course because they know you well and they can see the path ahead very clearly. Now, there are people like that in all of our lives, or I hope so. It might be a mentor. It could be a parent or a brother or sister or another family member. It could be your spouse. It could even be your child. Maybe you have an adult child who is really savvy and gives you some advice that just turns your head around, turns your world upside down, and you realize, oh my God, they're right. So I'm not saying that you need to ignore all advice. It's just when people are putting stuff on you and confusing you because it's being filtered through their opinions and often it's being filtered through their fears. And let's dig into that for a second, shall we? So, you know, sometimes people don't want people that they know to do something, let's say, out of the box because it scares them. It scares them for that person, but it also scares them for themselves because If your colleague or friend or family member attempts to do something relatively risky or really outside the norm, it can be a little off-putting or upsetting because one, you don't want to see that person take the risk, but if that risk ends up paying off, it can also make that person feel like, oh my God, I'm really stuck and I don't want to take a risk like that. So oftentimes people will try to talk others out of things because They're afraid of doing that certain thing themselves, and they don't want to see someone else do it. And it's not that they don't want to see you succeed. It's that it brings up so much primal fear of survival for them that they just can't face it because they're going to have to face themselves if you take a risk like that and succeed. Does that make sense? So when we filter these things through our own lenses, through our own experiences and memories and all the things that have happened in our lives that can really color the way that we give advice to others. And those shoulds that people are putting on you, remember, they're filtered through that person's mind, through that person's experience and memory. And yes, they're trying to protect you, but there's an element of control there. And if you don't want to be controlled, if you don't want to just give in to what the majority are saying, you need to stand up for yourself and make the choices that make sense for you. There's a little diatribe for you folks. So rather than thinking about the shoulds, let's talk a little bit about the coulds, 
The coulds are really important. The coulds are the things that you are considering. They're the things that you are pondering in your mental or emotional orbit, and you're tossing them around, thinking about what you could do. And could, like I say in the blog post, doesn't hold an intrinsic imperative. Rather, it really holds, like I said in the blog post, an exciting sense of potential of the varying courses of action that you can choose based on what it is you're thinking of doing and how attractive or repulsive that particular course of action is. So you could study business and you could become a nurse entrepreneur. You could decide, like some nurses I know, like my friend Elizabeth Scala, to get an MBA and to combine an MBA with a nursing degree, which is a pretty powerful combination if you think about it. Now, you could go back to school and advance your education. A lot of people might be saying you should go back to school to get your BSN because you need a BSN because it's important. And Yes, that actually might be a pretty salient should, because if you have an associate degree, notice I didn't say only an associate degree. I just said, if you have an associate degree, which is great to have, you may notice that certain doors are closed to you because you don't have a bachelor. So yeah, going back and getting your bachelor's is probably prudent if doors are closed that you would like to be open. Let's talk about another one. You could forget about med surge and choose a totally different path for yourself when you're starting your career, like I did. I know how it turned out for me, and you would just have to see how it turned out for you and take that calculated risk. You could actually change nursing specialties. You could go into something totally different. Let's say you've been working in med surge for a while or telemetry, and you realize oh my God, I want to be a flight nurse. And becoming a flight nurse is not an easy path. It is very, very rigorous to become a flight nurse. But if you decided to do it, you could do research, have some informational interviews with some nurses who you reach out to on LinkedIn or through friends and colleagues. You could figure out what that path is and then go for it. Now, if someone said to you, you should become a flight nurse, you can think about it. They might have some reason to say that. Maybe they see how skilled you are, how calm and cool as a cucumber you are under duress. So that might be a should that might actually resonate with you as a could. So no matter what it is you choose to do, the could, like I said earlier, doesn't hold an intrinsic imperative. It holds the possibility, the potential of doing something really cool, something that's really going to speak to your heart and mind. You know, it's your job to create the career that you really want. You can listen to the people who are really speaking your language and have your best interests in mind and put their ideas and advice across in a way that you can really hear. You can also listen to that still small voice inside you that's telling you what you could do, what you're capable of. One more could is that there are nurses who end up leaving the profession completely. Sometimes it's not because they're completely unhappy, but it's because they've found a new path and they've decided that they need to forge that path and possibly leave the nursing profession. 
Maybe they love nursing, but they've found something that builds upon their nursing experience and they can hold on to their nurse identity and their license, by the way, but forge a new journey for themselves, a new career trajectory that's somewhat outside of the realm of nursing. Now, a couple episodes ago, I mentioned my friend Caroline Sanchez, the hula hoop girl who teaches nurses and other people hula hooping as a form of self-care and body play and a way to really care for oneself by being fully embodied and embracing your joy. Now, Caroline is now going to school for her PhD, and she's moving into what's called somatic psychology, which will build upon her nursing and oncology experience, but take her to a whole nother level. I have another friend up in Portland, Jess Young, who is now pursuing a career as a dancer and a dancing instructor and a videographer, etc. She's still a nurse and she's still going to work with nurses on authentic movement and self-care, but she's moving more into the dancing world. So just like those of us at RNFM Radio and the Pulse Media Network, we're moving more and more into podcasting. We're moving more and more into online media. We're still nurses, but some of us don't actually have nursing jobs anymore. So folks, you could do anything. You don't have to do anything, but you could do anything. And I want you to walk away from this podcast with that sense of possibility and wonder. Now, the writer Mary Oliver, who my wife Mary really loves and many, many people adore and worship and respect Mary Oliver, she once said this, what will you do with your one wild and precious life? And the question I want to ask you is, what would you do with your one wild and precious nursing career? What would you do? What could you do? Not what should you do? So given your druthers, my friends, given the perfect world where you could embrace any path, any trajectory that you might, what kind of nurse would you be? What kind of non-nurse would you be? If you want to work in the clinical world, what kinds of patients, what patient population would you like to serve? Would you even serve patients at all? You can start a business. You can become a freelance writer like me. You can launch a podcast on the Pulse Media Network with us. You can become a researcher, a nurse educator. You can start a home health agency. You might leave nursing and open a wine bar or an artisanal cheese shop. What would you like to do with your one wild and precious nursing career and your life? As Mary Oliver said, what would you do with your one wild and precious life? Maybe remaining a nurse and pursuing the path you're already on is what you want. And if that's what you want, that is awesome. But if it's not what you want, look deep inside yourself and ask yourself, what is it that you really want? Now, folks, I'm in my 50s now. I'll be 53 this year. I can't believe it. I was born in 1964. And I found in my 50s, I finally created a career that's truly working for me in this decade of life. My career is now being what I call a digital entrepreneur. I'm podcasting. 
I'm writing online for magazines and other online resources for nurses. I'm doing coaching with nurses around the country. I'm speaking at some conferences and I'm building the Pulse Media Network with Kevin Ross and Elizabeth Scala over at RNFM Radio. Those are the things I'm doing and those are important to me. I hold on to, I cling to my identity as a nurse because it's important to who I am, but I don't listen to any of those voices telling me I should keep my hands in there as a clinical nurse because you know what? I did my 21 years of clinical and I'm not really in a place to want to serve patients in that particular way right now. I feel like I can support the nursing profession and impact patient care in a very positive way by supporting nurses in having careers they really love. So that's my path. That's my path. And in my 50s, that's what feels real comfortable to me. Now, you may be in your 20s, 30s, 40s, you might be 75 trying to figure out what's next for you. Many people launch new careers when they're in their 60s or 70s or 80s. I've seen people do amazing things in that what they call the autumn of life when you're doing your third act. And that third act can be amazing. And I'm not sure what I'll be doing in my third act. Talk to me in seven or eight years and we'll see what happens as I turn the clock towards 60 years old. Don't talk to me about it now because I just can't quite process that possibility. <laughs> Speaking of possibilities, nurses, I want you to think about your possibilities, which are endless. And if you need to run some possibilities by me, send me an email at keith at nursekeith.com. Tweet me at nursekeith. Hit me up on Facebook at Nurse Keith Coaching or even on Instagram at Nurse Keith Coaching and let me know you want to chat. You can also go to my website at nursekeith.com, click on the bright pink banner on the far left margin of any page and leave me a voicemail and I will call you back. Also, if you'd like to ask a question and have it played on the show and I will answer it on the show, you can also leave that message clicking on that bright pink banner on the far left side of the website and I will play your voice on air the recording of your message and answer your question on the show. So folks, there are golden opportunities out there anywhere where you want to look. And if you need my help, I will help you get there, help you make that choice. Remember, when people are shooting on you, change those shoulds, turn them around, think about the coulds, but let go of the shoulds and think about what you would do. What would you do with your wild and precious life? What would you like to do with your career? What will make you feel alive? Because that's what it's all about. It's not about feeling dead inside and trudging off to a job that's like drudgery that you hate. You should be getting up in the morning and feeling like, yeah, I'm going to go to work today and I'm going to really rock it. I'm going to do great. And sure, I have days where things don't work out real well or days where I feel like I just want to stay under the covers and read a book. And sometimes I do that. And yes, there'll be bad days, but I want the majority of your days to feel inspired, to feel healthy and happy and really have you doing the things that float your boat, that move your needle, that help you to feel that you're fulfilling yourself and fulfilling your life. So folks... Thanks for listening to this little diatribe. 
Again, the show notes are over at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 97. I can't believe we're close to episode 100. We're going to have a little special celebration for episode 100, my centennial for the Nurse Keith Show. And if you want to throw a little love my way, leave a review and a rating over at iTunes. You can also head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith. You can pledge as little as $2 a month to help me out with the costs of producing this podcast and help me move this podcast to the next level. If you pledge more than $2, at least $5 a month. There are some gifts that I will send you by snail mail. I will actually send you gifts in the mail. So think about that. Think about pledging, and I would love to have your support. My thanks to the folks who've already pledged over on my Patreon page. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by the wonderful and amazing and competent Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguy.com. Tim is also producing shows for the Pulse Media Network. Hats off to you, Tim. Social media and promotion are handled by the equally amazing and wonderful and capable and competent Mark Cappy Spiesen. Thanks a lot, Mark. You are the best. So folks, I want you to stay positive, forget about those shoulds, think about the coulds, and take inspired action in the interest of your career every day. And I want you to keep tuning in to the Nurse Keith Show because we're going to keep addressing the issues that you want to hear about. And if you want me to cover a particular issue, leave me that voicemail, send me that tweet, hit me up on Instagram, send me an email, and I will answer your questions and address the issues that are salient to you in your career. So be well, dig deep, keep in touch, and I will see you next time on our drive to episode 100. Adios. Adios.